following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Two hundred years of progression have unwittingly produced a concrete playground. All it took was the mind of twelve-year-olds to realize it. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Get In Loser. We're starting a podcast. I'm Chop. And I'm Cheetah. And today, we got a big one for you guys. Number 50. Episode 50. 50. Can you believe it? Holy fuck. Episode Can't 50, believe. Episode 50, me doing the same shit to him doing what I just did. Cut him the fuck right off. I can't believe we've, we're going 50. Big 50, man. I'm excited. Uh... You know, we know we had to do something. We had to do something real good for fifty. So, you know, we called on, you know, someone pretty great. You guys remember him from? Have you been listening since day one? He was on early. Like I'm talking first six episodes. He was on episode like six. F- episode six. Maztec. He was on, and now he's back. So we had to get him in here for episode fifty to talk about something we could all geek out on. So I'm going to hand it on over to him and let him introduce himself. Boop, 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 boop. Yo, it's Retro Scotty. We're talking skateboarding, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Hold the fuck up. Let's <laughs> go. Yo, yo, yo. What an intro. Dude, dude, we should have our, we should have any guests do like a cool ass intro. What an intro like, that was. Like, you just set the bar high for any guest that comes on after you. You're okay. damn right I did. Well, except they got to come in with a, they got to come with a fire intro now after that one. Except for Mon Dukes. <laughs> yeah, she gets a pass, but everybody else has got to come in. It's pretty fire. Yo, just so you guys know, we did not rehearse that at all. He did that on his own, man. That was... That was better than I could even expect it. Yo, we expect this 50 baby over here. Yeah. 50. Let's go. Drew, you're fired, man. He's got retro Scotty's taking your spot. He's got the... What a great intro retro that was. Retro Scotty. Retro That Scott. intro just like boys. pushed me back in my chair, man. That's how great it was. Man, that was fucking holy I'm mother. feeling the vibes right now. I'm yeah, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, so those of you who don't know, uh, you know, Retro Scotty is my brother, my older brother. And we had him on way, way back, early on, when he was up visiting from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. I was still living in Mass at the time, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now he's back, living back here again. And we've been trying to get him on for a while, you know, but we didn't want to bring him on for just anything. We wanted to get him on here for something good. And, you know, the schedules just didn't line up with him, you know, having a new job. And then, you know, you know we all had shit going on, so... But then when me and, you know, Chop were talking about, you know, episode 50's coming up, we got to do something big, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's see if my brother could come back on, you know? And at first, it was just going to have him on. I didn't have any idea yet what we wanted to do. I just wanted to bring him on for episode 50. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about skateboarding. Oh, something geez. I know he's passionate about. You know, something I know we could all kind of, you know, Get into like a little, you know, mind melt on. So <laughs> that's how episode 50 was born, man. Skateboarding. Yo, oh, yeah. 
We're also going to be talking about the rise, the fall, and the rise again. Skateboarding did have that fall for a while, little bit. It definitely went up and down in popularity for sure. Sure, you don't have to. You don't have to set out like specifics of what we're going to talk. <laughs> we're talking about skateboarding as a whole, so of course there's going to be everything. Everything. You don't have to specifically break it all down. Yo, I had a funny story about my grandfather. Him and, back in the forties, uh, before this got popularized, him and his friends uh, made scooters. Before they made scooters, they had to make a sco- skateboard off like a two by four, or four by four, and get old roller skates, put them on the front, the front and the back. And I, t- I asked my granddad, I was like, Granddad, why you guys invented the skateboard? I could be rich. You said the forties. 40s. You know what's crazy is what I'm reading is that, like the first ones were made in backyards in like the 50s. Yeah, the 50s. So, but so let me find out that fucking Uncle Butch made the right? first fucking skateboard. <laughs> Let's find out, man. I wouldn't even doubt it. No, I a fucking legend. No, but yeah, but they, instead of making instead of like having the skateboard, they would actually have like yeah, they pull like an armbar as, as a scooter. Yeah, my uh, this guy Zach I work with, he's around, well, he's not the same age. He's a lot younger than your grandfather. He's only like 67. But when I was telling him that we were going to do skateboarding this week, he was like, oh, yeah, well, me and my, he's like, you know, when I was younger, me and my friends, we used to take rollerblades and break the wheels off of them and just attach them like pieces of wood and we'd just skate around on them. That's, you know, that's what skateboards were for us. So I feel like everybody, I feel like everybody's got like that old person in their family that's like, hey, man, let me tell you, we, me and my buddies, we invented skateboarding, okay? Like everyone's convinced they did it. Yeah. That was another funny story about him. He used to tell me that he, he used to hop train cars, go to different cities. That's dope. But anyway, I wish I could have him on an episode. That will, I will definitely be honored with that one. Yeah, make yeah that man. Happen. Uncle Butch is the man. I'm sure you come on. No, but but if we if we're gonna do that, we'd either do it at, uh, at Sean's trailer, or Cheetah's trailer, or my house. We tell people I live in a fucking trailer, dude. Come on. <laughs> Why you just out me like that? You could have said I lived in like a palace or something. Dude, they know they right kn- under the bus, dude. Right? No, they knew about episode one. He's just like, yo, I want you to know, everyone, everyone here to know it. Cheetah's white trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't say cheetah's white trash. Why don't you tell him next? I got a fucking couch on my porch. Yeah, Drew. Why don't you tell him? Fuck, fucker, fuckhead. All right, well, yeah. Yo, so, first, be- not to sorry, not to cut you off. Go but, ahead. Um, I just wanted to say like. The thing, the thing about skateboarding that was always so cool to me, and I think resonated with a lot of people, was that skateboarding's like the countercut culture. Like skateboarders were always the anti-hero. Yeah, it was yeah. it was the anti-sports. It was the anti-team um, play. You know, it was yeah. more about you, your style, and how you rode. Yeah, I feel like. Uh... I feel like a lot when I was growing up too that I also kind of really liked about skateboarding, like watching like you and your friends skateboard. It's, it seemed like very early on that there was a lot of people. There's like lots of groups of people out there that are against skateboarders, and I also felt like skateboarders also always had this like anti like system kind of feel about it, like damn the man kind of thing, which I always really liked too. Yeah, for sure, because it was like people started street skateboarding, and you know, older folk. Boomers basically would just see it as you like to face some property yeah. and tearing shit up. You know, they don't see. That's why it's so big that fucking we made it to the Olympics, boys. Oh, dude. Yeah, we made it to insane. the fucking that was, Olympics. That's a huge moment for skateboarding. It's amazing, dude, yeah. just to see how, how the public perceptions change over the years. Yo, uh, 
I think I think my favorite triathlete. I'm yeah. I know I know I'm jumping the gun about favorite athletes in that right now. Um, because because you think about Olympics, my favorite triathlete is uh, Sean White. Yeah, he's a sicko. Yeah, Yo, he wait, 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 uh, he's a snowboarding god. He's like, all right, fuck it, it's no snow. I'm just going. Let me just use a kickboard or like kickboard. What the fuck? Uh, let me use a skateboard and just skateboard. Yeah, I mean, kind of like, kind of off of what you know, Scotty was saying. You know, it's crazy now to like see where like skateboard. Obviously, we didn't know about skateboard until you know our generation, like the '90s and shit. Like, you know, at least for me, because you know I'm a little younger. But, like, it's crazy to see, like, where, like, once you learn, like, the history about skateboarding, of, like, when it originated, it's crazy to see how much progression it's gone through with each, like, you know, generation. Yes. Like, like how it gets bigger, you know what I mean? It goes through all these changes. One generation, it's looked at as, like, you know, like you said, like, you're defacing property and stuff like that, and then another generation, it's super accepted. You know, it's very cool the way it's progressed over the years. The um, talent level nowadays is is incredible. Like kids at like twelve were doing tricks that like in the nineties were like end of part tricks, like yeah. banger tricks. Like these are their setups now. Yeah. Like the 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 progression of where people have taken skateboarding to is just like in a whole different level now. And you can even see like at at times like tricks throughout like my skateboarding. Uh, years or whatever you would see like tricks come in the style and then people would be skating only handrails yeah and then now all of a sudden it's big sets everyone wants to hit hit the big sets you know what i mean so it's cool watching like the up and down and like the trends of what happened yeah yeah you know know, speaking of the big trick of of when i remember um he i I consider him as a godfather of skateboarding one of the godfathers is Mr. Tony Hawk himself that he pulled out the first Indy 900? I like if I remember the reactions of the judges, like like holy shit, holy shit, Tony Hawk did fucking did that shit. Yeah, dude. The sickest thing about that too was it was fucking televised live, so you get to see him falling. And I don't even think he made it. He didn't make it in the contest. I think he his time ran out, and then he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna throw one more down yeah. for the crowd." And that's when he actually nailed it. Yeah, I, I would say is like. I would say if, like, we're talking about, like, big skateboard moments, that's got to be a pretty big one. Like, his first 900 ever. For sure. That's a pretty huge... It's like, you know, I mean, that's like with a lot of things. I feel like a lot, almost everyone who likes skateboarding in some way knows or at least remembers where they were the first time they either heard or seen Tony, you know, land that first 900. Obviously, I remember seeing it from you because, you know, you're my older brother. You're the one that got me into skateboarding shit, so I remember you... I remember, you know, hearing you got you and your friends all talk about that kind of stuff, which, you know, when I first got in escape, but when I first seen this dude pulled on her, I was like, I like shit my pants. It was like the craziest thing I ever seen. And now there's kids out there doing even bigger now. Like it's nothing. It's just like, it's wild. Yeah. They're doing like 12, 1080s and 1260s ah. and shit now. Shit, it's that's, insane. Man, that's going on. I like, actually, I think I heard about 1390. Actually. Uh, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Man. Yo, kids out here yo, doing those, wild those, shit. Those spin numbers, you only see those in like in snowboarding. Yeah, it's crazy. Like big dude. air and shit. Yeah, I uh, I remember for me growing up, one of the coolest things I ever thought about like skateboarding was like Christ stairs. I thought Christ stairs were fucking amazing. <laughs> that, that was a badass. I trip. thought like yeah, they were like sure. legendary. And now you like go up on YouTube, you could see like a fucking thousand different people doing Christ stairs. Like it's nothing. 
And like I remember growing up when me and my friends would talk about it in like a legend, like, oh dude, you've ever met like people would, you know, you'd have like those friends who would lie and be like, Yeah, I did a Christ tear once. No one was there to see it, but I did it. You know what I mean? Like it was talked about in like legend form. <laughs> yeah, it's another thing about skateboarding too. It's like uh like when I was growing up, you knew all of the skateboarders in your city. Like oh, yeah. even though if you didn't like hang out with them and shit, you'd still hear like whispers like around like the cruise of like what went down here. Like you'd hear someone fucking kick flipped on this gap or whatever and you're like, Fuck I gotta get over it and then now guys are trying heel flips. Yeah. So naturally it's how progression happens because you're are you know you're trying to be the biggest badass on the block and, and by that you're push all you guys are pushing each other to get that much better. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, hey Scott, I just looked up the uh, it, twelve the twelve sixty. It was performed in two thousand nineteen by a guy named Mitchell Barso. Does it say how old he was? I could look I could look up uh, Wikipedia. But yeah, I was looking up twelve sixty is the highest spin. That's fucking nuts. That's pretty dope, yeah. I said like I said you said like thirteen hundred or something. That doesn't even like seem yeah. possible to me. Like the yeah. way I seen skateboarding growing up, it doesn't even seem possible to do a twelve sixty. Yeah, you'd have to be so dizzy and then right. after spinning you still gotta line your fucking wheels right. up and trucks up. That's like, insane, you gotta ride dude. away from that fucking thing. Um, there's probably dudes doing it like it's nothing. That's uh, his, insane. His birthday was February twenty, nineteen ninety seven. Holy fuck. Damn, he's like twenty five. Jesus Christ! Holy but, hell! But he did That's in 19, he did in uh, 1999, uh, 1999, uh, 2019, 2019. He had to been about uh, 22, 22 or so, yeah. 22, 23. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I, uh, you know, like what? Whatever we were talking about this the other day, actually, you know, with, you know, how, like you were saying, if even if you didn't like know it personally, like you didn't hear it personally. Somehow, every skateboarder, even if, like me, I was never really that good at skateboarding. I think the best I could do was probably, like, Ollie. But I just always loved fucking skateboarding around with my friends Yeah, and you shit, were always you? around it. Because, yeah. you, you know, you always had a board and shit. You were always skating with us because you really didn't, I hate to say it, but you didn't have a choice. Because we also have a cousin who's my age. Yeah. We, we hung out, besides Drew, another cousin. Yeah. So we hung out at his uh, house most of the weekends, and obviously Sean would be there. We'd just be skating fucking, like, all day long. Yeah, yeah. So what's he going to do, like, not skate yeah. at the skate park or what? But, yeah, it was always cool, too, because, like, even, when, like, when I got in, like, my teenage years, when I'd skate around with, like, my buddies and shit, we'd go to a spot, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I heard, you know, so-and-so did this here. And I'd be like, how did you know that? And they'd be like, you just know, man. You just know. <laughs> yeah, like, we'd ride by sets. We'd ride by stair sets. And I'd be like, yo, some dude ollied that the other day. And they'd be like, how do you know? I'd be like, you just know, dude. And that was you know? before the internet, too. Just, yeah. It was just, like, word of mouth. People just knew, yeah. That's how... Because, f- like, skateboarding was, like... I feel like especially for, like, us here in Niagara Falls, because, you know, yeah, there fight. wasn't a whole lot to do here when we were kids. So skateboarding was, like, huge for... Almost everyone. Everyone's got at least some kind of history with skateboard. Yo, yo, if it's not skateboarding, if you're not doing like uh, sports, it was either skateboarding, sports. No, because because they classify skateboarding as not really a sport. Oh well, yeah, that's before right. skateboarding was like looked at as like a, a sport. Yeah, um, you got skateboarding, sports, or you got like stupid clubs like the Bay Club or whatnot, or you got the you got those kids that like, it's too cool for everything to do drugs. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about the skaters that smoke the weed. Skate, I'm no, talking about like the tweakers. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was always like that too. There was always that was one of the coolest things for me about skateboarding too, though. Was like 
as long as you were a skateboarder, other skateboarders were cool with you automatically just because of who yeah. you skated to. Yeah. There's a mutual respect there. You know what I mean? Like even sure. like when I would tell people, I'd be like, yo, all I could literally do is alley. They'd be like, don't matter, man. You still ride a board. You're one of us. And I'd be like, I fucking love it here. Yo, this it, is the best. Yo, it's funny. Um, skateboarders and bikers, they were the best friends. They fucking hate. We hated rollerbladers too. No, we're not gonna say the that. Passion. We're not gonna say that word out loud. Still do. That's Still say do. It. Say it. Who cares? It was a different time back then. <laughs> like what? You know, we call them. They call them fruit booters. Fruit booters. Yeah. yeah. Dildo boots. I remember uh, what these guys I used to hang out with. These two guys, my two buddies. It was like always the three of us skating around doing shit. And I remember uh, for some strange reason, I don't even remember how the nickname like became a thing, but. At one point, they started calling me Cooter all the time. That was my nickname. They would never call me by my name. They would just, whenever we'd be out skating, they'd call me Cooter. And then, like, if we were skating somewhere and we seen, like, a rollerblader come by, they'd start screaming. They'd be like, kiss the Cooter, fruit booter. <laughs> and it was just, like, our thing forever, dude. And it was awesome. It was great. Dope. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like skateboarding... Maybe it's just because I'm older now and I'm not really into it as much, but I feel like I feel like I like it. I feel like I liked skating more like what it was in our generation to like what it is now. Like it's cool that it, it came to the Olympics and it's like huge and looked at as like a sport now. But I, I kind of liked it more when it was kind of like, you know, its own separate thing. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you're right. You're, that, you're definitely right. Like yeah. fucking uh, like I remember I was really into like the Baker team. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you'd watch their videos, and these dudes were not, like, dudes you would look up to. They weren't, <laughs> like, they're not, all, like, now you got, like, Nija and this Yudo kid and stuff, they're yeah. all clean and, like, they're, yeah, they're these a brand. Look like, these yeah, dudes these dudes are like fucking, and shit. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, puking on video and fucking <laughs> punching each other, yeah. pissing all over the place, fucking getting arrested and shit. Yeah, they're, like, little hooligans and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely, like, the aura of fucking, it was, like, skateboarding's always been fucking punk rock, man. Yeah. I feel like skateboarding now is like more of like a professional thing, kind of. Yeah, it's a little cleaner. Everybody's like kind of like tight laced and shit now, straight laced. It's because there's like real money in it. Yeah, yo, yo, Scott, like for all my times of living, that's funny. uh, I never went to Vance Warped Tour when they first started the Vance Warped Tour. Where you had like that big ass uh, half pipe and shit. Yeah. I I wish I went like back in the day, like in the. uh, Yeah, but too bad uh, situation with me here if. If I probably stay here, I'd probably be in skateboarding with you guys because I was in that time I was playing sports. I don't oh, know. I mean, for sure, dude. If you would have, if you wouldn't have had like all that time where you like had moved away, I guarantee you would have yeah, been in a skateboard like us. Because sure. that's literally all we were doing back then was skateboarding. And, and, and plus, it made it, plus it made it harder for for me because I was a downtown kid. You guys were the sell kids. Yeah. Yo, it didn't matter where me and Scotty were going. We always had our boards with us. Always. Literally, that's like that's the thing though. Too, we would fucking take bikes. Me and my buddy Mike Kruger would fucking, fucking ride, our, yeah, we'd ride our bikes <laughs> to fucking Grand Island because it was the only skate park around. We'd fucking skate there all day, ride back, hit every spot on the way, spend all day. We'd get out of school. We'd have our boards in school. As soon as we got out, we'd fucking leave and just hit the streets. We'd fucking get all over the city, dude, God, dude and other awesome. cities. It was crazy. Yo, uh, Scott, uh, <laughs> What from from your experience of skateboarding in the city of Niagara Falls? What is the best spot before they put them stupid guardrails? Oh, uh, the best spot that we ever had was fucking Lackey Plaza, down where the casino is now. 
I remember. I remember. Those ledges. I don't think I ever went there, but I remember the countless stories you used to tell me about that place. You know, there was also a five set across the street. Uh, it was like brick. It had kind of a shitty run up, but it was still like Yo, Cheetah, a it was nice a, spot. It was a time when he came over to the house and showed his videos, like, showed the videos like 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys should have seen this dude watching these videos. Like his face was like lighting up. It was awesome, man. It was awesome <laughs> I was to see. Like reliving that. my youth, man. Yeah, man. That's hey, sick. Hey, Scott, it's like your girlfriend was in like in another world. All of us was watching. <laughs> We're like, all oh. just like geeking right. out over skating. It was awesome, man. I love that shit. That's yeah, pretty sweet. I could still sit down today and watch a, a skate video and just be like in awe. Still, like I fucking love that. Yeah, shit. Sh- shout out to fucking uh, Micro and, and P Swats for having those videos up yeah. on uh, YouTube. So. Yo, just imagine if you guys had better video quality back then. I know, I know, it was like shitty camera shit, but back just, then that was good video quality, dude. <laughs> back then that was the best. No, the I'm, best talking like, I'm talking like I'm talking with your editing skills. Just imagine if some like like flip, uh, blind, element, girl. Yeah, yeah, there's guys from around here that made it pro too. There's yeah. a few that I can think of. There was uh, the Weeper twins. There was uh, Tony Huffnagel, who's as far as I know still pro to this day. Tony Huff, um, yep. Tony Huffnagel, and then uh, there was this other dude named Keith too. I remember we were at, me and Mike were at uh, the skate park in Grand Island, and he happened to be there, and he fucking nollie kickflip nose slid down this huge hubba in the back oh, of the fucking, fucking place, boy. and dude, it fucking like our little fourteen year old minds could not fucking comprehend what we just seen. Like we looked at each other and just well, I don't think we spoke for like twenty five minutes, dude. That's we crazy, left dude. the park. We left. Right. We're like nothing's going down sicker than that today. Like right. let's get the fuck out of here. That dude just shut shit down. That was always that was always one of the best parts for me too about that kind of stuff is that like, you know what I mean? It's like how excited people would get about that shit, dude. I used that that was one of my favorite things skating with my buddies. Cause like, you know, like I said, I I wasn't very good at, like, doing tricks and shit, but I was always riding my board. I was always with my buddies riding around. And, like, when they would land, like, something they had been working on forever, we'd go fucking nuts, dude. It was, like, the greatest thing in the world. Fuck yeah, everyone starts slapping the tails of their boards yeah, and dude, shit. Yeah, it was fucking awesome, man. It was great. Nothing will ever beat... Nothing will ever beat those kids that you hang out with skateboarding back in the day. Nothing will ever beat that group of friends, man. For sure. And that, that's like and that, that feeling, dude. Yeah. That feeling of like working so hard on this fucking trick and getting like eating shit. Yeah. Dying, picking fucking crab a lot of your knees. And then finally one day, by the grace of fucking God, you catch that board right. And you ride away. That feeling, that little couple seconds of riding away, amazing. Yeah. Yep. And I remember uh, also another thing that was like really big with like local skateboarders was. Uh, because, you know, you had, like, teams like Element, Baker, you know, Zero, guys like that. So, like, a big thing for, like, local skateboarders was always, you know, making their own, like, you know, everybody wanted to be on, like, a skate team. Mm-hmm. So there'd be all these different skate teams from all over, like, Niagara Falls, all over New York State and shit. It was awesome, dude. For sure. And, you, you know, obviously, you know, Scotty could tell us some tales of, uh, you know, the skate crew he was with. Which is probably, in my opinion, at least for my generation, was probably the biggest one in there. Yeah, we were Falls. the biggest. We were the fucking coolest. We were the baddest. Everybody man. wanted to be with those guys. The fucking GFY, dude. We we became like a like a legendary thing in in LaSalle. It, it to to the extent where we started getting labeled as like a gang, like a street gang. What the fuck? So we were always talking about. Uh, you know, the big things like skateboarding is not a crime. We were really just skating. We were tearing yeah. shit up along the way a little bit, too. But we weren't hurting nobody or anything. Definitely wouldn't 
be considered a street, a street gang. So uh, we were going to name our first video, We Are Not a Gang, which is pretty sweet. I still have a paper clipping. That's a funny story. I got arrested one time, and I was in the intakes at uh, the county jail. And uh, the guy's looking through my file, and he's like, what's GFY? I was like, what? Like, how the fuck, dude? I'm like, what, dude? He's like, yeah, it says on your gang affiliation. It says GFY right here. I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me, bro. You've got to be fucking kidding me. That's fucking crazy. Yo, yo Scott, remember the times they were in front of your... Were you guys already moved to on Willow? Or was like, every time you came over downtown, you brought your skateboard, you jumped over like three of us. Oh, that was like super young. Yeah, dude. I remember that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I know that's super young. Days. That no, that was that was like when you guys were living in Willow. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember. Because I remember when I came home I, around September 2010. Uh, oh I mean, yeah, we were downtown by then. Um, I, when I graduated high school, I yeah, lived downtown. Yeah, it was funny because I made that comment like, oh, "Man, who's?" I was like, "Who is this good-looking woman?" <laughs> Scotty's girl, my girlfriend pulling up. <laughs> oh, but, oh shit, my bad, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but Drew had just came back, so he didn't know shit. He didn't know nothing. Um, yeah, with, with those couple days we were hanging out, whatnot. Uh, Scott decided to build his little fucking uh, quarter pipe. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that thing. Yo, he, yo, I, he almost he, like he uh, credit card himself. Y'all have credit oh, card, yeah. credit card, and tampon. I remember it. plenty of those. Not too. the best feeling. Yeah, yo, Scott, what's the, what's the difference in credit card and tampon? Um, I I never really heard the term tamponing, but I would assume if it's going in somewhere and coming out, yeah. it would be a tampon. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Credit cards kind of just when it slides by your. Gooch, I always right? had. I always heard popsicle sticking. Yeah, but oh yeah, I've heard yeah, that. Popsicle sure, sticking. Yeah. That was always what it was when we were growing up. And that happened a lot. And every time it happened, you know, it's not great. Everybody would just like have a little moment of silence for the buddy who just went down. I remember trying to learn hard flips. Brutal. Hard flips like flip through your legs, so that's like a notorious fucking credit card trick. Dude, I there. thought hard flips were like the coolest fucking thing in the world growing up. I used to love watch people do hard flips. I don't know why. Yo, I, I used to know this so dude. Badass. I used to know this dude, fucking Terry. Shout out Terry. He was like fucking six five, dude. You see this guy coming down the street on a skateboard, just fucking crazy looking. But yo, he was so tall that his fucking you know his legs are six feet off the fucking ground. So he would do hard flips and he wouldn't even have to jump the board; he just flip <laughs> through his fucking legs. <laughs> like, dude, that's cheating, bro. That's funny. Yo, Scott, I remember the time you got so mad at that trick you broke you broke your board. Oh yeah, there's probably been a few of those. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's notorious with skaters too, man. A little bit of a temper. They, they, a lot of broken decks, man. They break their temper, decks. Temper. They break their decks very uh, very often. Remember that video with Carrie Getz where he's fucking just wigging on his board, tripping out? I think it was it might have been a Jackass or like a CKY video. Yeah, they, uh... Carrie Getz. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, me and my buddies, you know, my, the couple buddies I used to skate with, we had a little skate group too, but it was very, very, very small scale compared to GFY. It was barely not... It was basically non-existent. We weren't really... A skateboarding group, we were more of, like, the hooligan type that you would think. <laughs> now, I, remember your, I remember your little crew. We didn't do a lot of skateboarding, but we did a lot of wrecking shit. <laughs> a lot of spray painting and shit. Hey, uh, you know, you know, gee, you know you don't hate me for saying this. I got facts about skateboarding. Can you give me a second, man? Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was trying to set up my little skate group here, man. I'm proud of it, okay? <laughs> this is my, my glory days right here, man. But, you know, we didn't have a cool name like GFY, so, you know, we... <laughs> Ours was uh, TMF, you know, Twisted Motherfuckers. <laughs> Not the best, but it worked. And our our, uh, our little symbol, you know, like our little, you know, like our our motto or like our logo kind of was uh, a Patrick Star with a joint in his mouth. That was uh, my buddy Mark. Shout out to Mark and Cody, man. Those were my boys back then. I remember in the day. your buddy Mark. Um... Bust his front yes, teeth off, dude. dude. He fucking he was like trying to land a trick. Popped his fucking popped the tail up, and his board smacked him right in the teeth. Took it, both his front teeth out. Yeah, try being that dude's friend board. before he got his fucking his replacement teeth, bro. He couldn't talk to save his life. I had to, <laughs> I had to fucking, fucking kid, dude. Holy shit! People would try to talk to him, and I'd have to like translate and shit because they wouldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> what the fuck? What about me? I've had some fucking injuries oh, from know. boards I too. You know what? I, you know what I told. I actually told one of your injury story, which probably is one of my, not my favorites, but it's probably one of your worst ones, probably in my opinion. I was talking about it at work the other day, the fucking hill and the Amish. The Amish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about work the other day, and every single girl I work with was like, "Oh my god," <laughs> and I'm like sitting there talking about it. And I'm like, it was wild. Dude, chicks yeah. love scars, bro. Yeah, dude. They're like, they're like, are you serious? I'm like, it was insane, dude. <laughs> I tell my buddy Zach, I'm like, he was going down this hill so fast that when his board got to the bottom, I stopped it with my foot and it hit. When it hit my foot, it hurt. That's how fast <laughs> his board was going. Yeah, dude. So we were uh, like camping in Allegheny State Park, and um, my grandparents always went to go visit the Amish. There was like a little Amish community out there, so we'd always go. And I wonder how they're doing. I'm sure they're. Growing shit and Jebediah. making kids and stuff. Jebbaya, Isabella, <laughs> the little omelets. Okay, so fucking, I'm just a fucking punk skate rat at this time. I don't want to be at no fucking Amish. I don't give a shit about no Amish, dude. And so I'm like, fuck it. I, was, I see this big ass hill. I'm like, yo, Sean, I'm gonna go grab my board and bomb this hill real quick. He's like, dude, I don't know. It looks a little sketchy. You sure? Like, yeah, I got that. I got this, dude. So I fucking walk up this hill. It probably takes like 10 minutes to fucking walk to the top of this thing. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's fucking, let's go. Fucking hop in. Everything's going going pretty good. I get about halfway down and I'm, I realize like I'm going way too fucking fast. I'm going way too fast. I'm not even halfway down this thing yet. So uh, I go another maybe like quarter of the way down. There's fucking just rocks everywhere, dude. I feel like rocks underneath my feet. I'm like, fuck, I'm going down. I feel I feel like the skate wobble's starting to happen. Next thing you know, I'm like bracing for impact. A half second later, dude, I just fucking stop dead, slam and slide down this hill for like 15 feet, dude. Oh, it was just gravel brutal. and asphalt and rocks, and like my whole leg was just meat. Dude, it was brutal. It was just meat. I was bleeding from my face, and then now I gotta go, like go pull my mom out of the Amish fucking community. All the kids are looking at me like I'm fucking the devil incarnate. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Spoiler scary. alert: Mom was not happy. She wasn't happy at all. Yo, Scott. I, Somehow I got in trouble too, and I didn't even do anything. Scott, how about the how about the time where um, happened happened to Cheetah? Like, both you guys just go away, not telling your mom where you're going. Like, your New York City trip, your skateboarding trip? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a nice segue, Drew. I like that. It was pretty good. Um, So, fucking, uh, well, we were, like, 18. 
we're like getting getting together with the boys to go skate Buffalo. There's like five of us. We all jump into my buddy's caddy. <laughs> Fucking driving out to Buffalo. We're like, man, we went to one spot and it was like I forgot what was going on, but we couldn't really skate there. So we're like, you know what, fuck it, man. We're fucking all sick of like skating the same spots. Dude's like, yo, how much money has everyone got on him? We like all throw it in the middle. I think we had like eighty dollars between five of us, dude. <laughs> Oh, all right, that seems enough. Let's go to fucking New York City. <laughs> all right, fuck, let's do it. That sounds like a great idea with no money in fucking it's the middle of the day. Needless to say, I didn't tell my mother about that. I was in fucking Times Square skating. <laughs> took us about five hours just to find parking somewhere. We finally find parking. We're going to skate through the city. Uh, my buddy's fucking board gets caught up on a sidewalk. Slides into the street A taxi runs his board over What the? So now we're skating through the city He's jogging next to us With his broken board I'm like oh <laughs> fuck This is fucking going great dude But we did make it to like See some spots We went We seen the little love sign My buddy got a trick on the love sign And shit And then we turned around And fucking drove back Six and a half hours Pretty sweet Yep but, Spoiler alert Mom wasn't happy about that. No, one she found out about that one later and wasn't too happy about that. Yeah, and then warned me that I should never do something like that. He a couple does. years later, What's I'd do? do it. <laughs> but this time, I didn't do anything cool. I just went with my cousin Matt to go pick up Drew from Virginia and bring him home. And it was a fucking nightmare trip. What about um? Somehow I ended up outside of New York City for some strange reason. Almost New York City. Yeah, almost New York City. What about when you guys, when your friend's mom took you to that? Ah, oh, dude, I completely forgot about that. Dude, I remember that story. That. That's a great setup, yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, I wait, got wait, a good wait, one wait, for wait, before, before I do it, did, would this woman offer you, like, carbon smokes and give you a blowy? Oh, my God. Why would you bring up that part? My mom fucking listens to this. <laughs> Yo, your mom's gonna fuck here about the part how how fucking scares the gangsters or something. We gotta fuck live the life That's right now. That's a lot different than what you just fucking said. <laughs> a little bit. But yes, this lady, basically, I was friends with this kid at the time. I was still, you know, we we weren't as skating as much as we used to, but we were still skating a little bit. And, uh... I used to spend a lot of time at this kid's house because his mom was super cool. She'd like let us drink there and shit. She was too cool. Yeah, she was a little too. <laughs> she was a little too cool. A little she too uh, she bought us like cigarettes all the time and shit. And the three of us we used to always like sit up and we'd watch like Vivo Bam because we were like, you know, Vivo Bam was like huge back then. So we were like, oh, let's watch it. You know, this shit's fucking awesome. I love this. And then one night we're all hanging out, and you know, she's like, oh. uh... She's like, what do you guys say we fucking go to Bam Margera's house? And I'm like, we're, all, we're both laughing it off. We're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Next day, I go over to their house. She's like, oh, look, I got the map quest right here. I know exactly how to get there. So I'm like, oh, shit, are we about to really go to fucking Bam Margera's house? So, of course, you know, I got to give my mom's permission because, you know, if not, she'll fucking kill me. And get my mom's permission alone was one of the hardest things to do because... She already didn't really like this lady. And, you know, but she wasn't going to say yes. Yeah. You had to do it like that. Yeah, I mean, she... And she had her reasons to, yeah. to not say yes. Luckily, though, I got... I swindled it a little bit, and, you know, we <laughs> went off of a yes from my dad, so... Hey. That's how we got it going. Hey, if it's a yes from your dad, it's usually follow suit. Oh, I asked dad. He says yes. He Then, then your mom's like, uh, dear... 
I don't want him to go with him. And then you sneak out while they're arguing. So you yeah, well, I mean, my out. mom wasn't okay with it, but I kind of told her, you know, I, I'm going to go either way because it's fucking Pam Marchera's house. I got to at least go. So, you know, she fucking buys us, me and her son, both a carton of cigarettes. You know, I'm only like probably like 15 at the time. <laughs> Hanging out with this fucking grown ass lady. She buys us cigarettes. And then, you know, we hit the road on fucking journey to go find Bam Margera's house. And we get out to Westchester, where he lives. And uh, our first day there, we go to his house. Try bringing, you know, we try doing it the proper way. We ring the fucking gate bell and shit, you know, trying to see if anybody's home. See if we, you know, there's any chance to let us in. Nobody's there. Found out later that it's because they were off filming one of the Jackass movies. So, and, you know, we're just like, me and her son are like, you know what? At least we've seen it. It's cool. Let's go home. And she's like, no, no, no. Let's sneak through his backyard oh to God. fucking see his house. Hey, you know, we're we're impressionable kids, so we're not going to say no. We're like, fuck yeah, why not? So we end up doing it. We've seen, uh, we seen Eddie's Treetop Casino, which is from a Vivo Bam episode. Is it still there? Uh, was it still there at the it time? It was still there at the time, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Uh, we've seen the back of his house. Um, almost positive we seen Rab himself, or at least we think it was Rab himself. It could have been somebody else. Then we seen Don Vito. We know that for sure because we see we you know it's easy to fucking see Don Vito. It's Can't hard. miss his big ass. Yeah. <laughs> so we seen Don Vito, and then seen. <laughs> I think we also seen his brother Jesse. I think his brother Jesse was also there. Are you, are you, are you talking about Jesse from uh, the band Him? Yeah. No, he's no. in um, CKY. Yeah, CKY. Oh, CKY. Yeah, so we're basically in this dude's backyard in his fucking bushes, like a little paparazzi and shit, s- trying to sneak a peek at his house. And then we <laughs> finally... You guys didn't get arrested, dude. Then we finally come out of the woods from seeing his house. Of course, his fucking neighbor who lived on the hill behind him fucking is driving up the road and we're coming out of the woods. Thankfully, she was a super nice lady. And she was just, like, telling us about, like, what it was like living near him. She's like, oh, yeah, there's always something going on, you know. They're very loud and wild. And it was just like, I don't know. It was like the coolest fucking thing in the world to us that we've seen Bam Marjorie, though. <laughs> we were riding a high for, like, years after that. And she was supposed to give me the pictures so I could keep them with me. And then, you know, me and her son had, like, a big falling out and shit. And then the whole family, like, okay. turned on me. <laughs> and then the sister took me in for a paternity test. Yeah. So it got oh, it got very wild after that, and then, dude, you're almost that close going on Mari. Dude, that was very close until I walked in and I seen the kid uh, with a different skin complexion. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, things got very wild between us, and to this day, almost every single person I tell that story to doesn't believe me because I have nothing to prove it. Yeah, I'm telling you now. My brother, he's here as a witness. It really happened. It happened. It definitely happened. Yo, at first when you told me that story, Cheetah, I was like, man, whatever. That was fucked dude, up. Dude, everyone's always like, oh, you're making that shit up. And I'm like, I'm not, dude. I'm telling you. I remember. I know because my mom was pissed when I got home, but it was the fucking greatest trip of my life, dude. Yo, uh, speaking of Ben Marjorie, what the fuck, man? I heard he's fucking, well, everyone knows now he's been fucking doing meth for years, dude. What the fuck? Remember he was like writing out, he's putting on videos on the internet of him like writing his own language and shit. Yeah, totally stopped skateboarding. He was supposed to have gotten better. He started getting better. Th- but he is- but I guess he just went to a re- They put him in another rehab and he left. 
Like, he disappears and they don't know where he is. Yeah, he keeps leaving the rehabs and shit. He, like, gets pissed and fucking leaves and uh. and then goes ends ends up going right back to whatever the fuck yeah, he's uh, doing. Yeah, he, he uh, I just read it. Um, the Florida police were looking for him because he escaped. Talk about, like, oh, childhood really idols fucking going, you know, going down, man. Because growing up, Bam Margera was, like, you know, he was one of the biggest. Yeah, that's the thing I wanted to say, too, like... Skateboarding really was a. Fu- it was like when we were growing up. It was really a phenomenon, man. Yeah. It broadened my horizon so much. It through skate videos, you would hear songs that you would never listen to. So you would uh, get exposed to all these different types of music, different types of things. Um, there were guys who would skate who were punk rockers who would wear fucking skinny jeans and studded belts and fucking ride with the piss drunk so you'd have guys like stevie williams and deer deck who were a little more swagged out and fucking and you could see the difference in how they skated by what their style was like each of those specific styles had a different take on skateboarding yeah and also like skateboarding was it became part of like the underground it became a part of hip-hop it became a part of like graffiti culture, you know, um, all these things that skateboarding had an influence in, like fucking even fashion. Like in school, even like when when I was in high school, everyone wore skate brands. Yep. Everybody. It didn't matter if you skated or not. And if you were if you did skate, you were almost held to a higher like yeah. People knew you were more popular because of skating and shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it drove music. It drove, you know, um, and then actually it started coming up in pop culture. You started seeing these guys getting shows on MTV and all these little things grew to like finally where now it's seen as a legitimate sport. Yeah. Which I mean, I get, you know, I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, like a fucking old man, but I mean, I get that like in this generation now. Skateboard and these guys like look at it more of like you know like like income and I mean I'm not mad about it. I mean make your money you know what I mean it's cool that skateboarding is finally accepted in that kind of way where like you could see it as a sport but to me skateboarding will always be a cool it's coolest like for my generation yeah it was because it was the anti that yeah that it will always it, that's where it'll always be the coolest to me was when it was like that uh, for sure. And I also, hold on real quick. I also, uh, like, kind of like what you were saying. It was kind of like, skateboarding back then was like a melting pot. It was like all these different things that you wouldn't associate with each other mm-hmm. all had, like, this common bond between Right. Them. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so cool to, like, see all these different, like, you know, like all these different people that were skateboarding, but they were doing it, like, in their own way, kind of. Like, their own style. They were, like, different skate. They were, like, everybody came together in skateboarding, but it would always be... No, not two people would be exactly the same. Right. You know I mean, you can see ten kickflips and see them flicked different ways every yeah. time. Or everybody, everybody had like their own way of finessing it when they were doing it. You know what I mean? Which was always cool to see. Too. Yeah, that was the thing. It was like, and uh, like skateboarding had these things that were like frowned upon, like skate and mongo. Yep. If you skated Mongo, you would get bullied relentlessly <laughs> because it looked ugly. Yeah, it, it looked, what it mattered was weird. with skateboarding, a lot of it was just style. Yep, it was just your style, man. You know, like there was there was guys who would like their whole skating style would just to be like to do it kind of sloppy. 
And that was just like the way they did it. You know what I mean? And people would be like, oh, that's fucking weird. But like, that was, you know, that was their own spin on it. They would do it all very sloppy. You know what I mean? There's like guys, remember there'd be like, at one point there was like skaters that have like, you know, kind of like, like kind of like guys like Rob Deerduck where their pants were so low they were stepping on them and shit while they were skating. <laughs> yeah. And that was just like, that was their thing, dude. That was, you know, that was how they put their own little, their spin on it, kind of. Hell yeah. Shout, oh. out, shout out to a legendary spot, fucking Love Park. Rest in peace, love. Uh, speaking of uh, spinning and shit, another godfather of skateboarding, the Mr. himself, Vented the Casper flips, the ollies, the all the fucking doohickeys you do on the ground. Mr. Ronnie Mullins. Ronnie Mullins, man. A legend, dude. Yeah, that guy was, he was like on a pedestal growing up, dude. Everybody knew who Rodney Mullen was. Everybody knew how fucking great Rodney Mullen was. He's a really intelligent and interesting guy, too, if you ever hear him talk. Yeah, um, he's, he's like, also autistic. Yep. Um, which was credited for over 30 tricks. Which was always really cool to me, too, that, like, you know, he had, like, kind of, like, this disability about him, but he was so good at what he did. Because, you know, like, me growing up, I, you know, I mean, it's not like I, it's like a, something I grew out of, but I had, I have ADHD. But it was, like, really bad growing up, you know what I mean? And when I was growing up, it wasn't, like, I feel like it, it they kind of, like, knew a lot about it, but it wasn't, you know, it was kind of weird growing up. It was kind of, like, a thing that people were, like, kind of weird about when you would mention it. Yeah, it was, like, a stigma, too. Yeah. But, like, when you see guys like Rodney Mullen, who, you know, had disability, and he was out there, you know, doing all this great shit, you'd be like, oh, I fucking, you know, that guy's my hero, man. Like, I look up to guys like that. That's That's the thing, too, like... The skateboarding community, at least when I was skating, were, was able to look past so much stuff. If you ripped, you ripped. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it, man. You could be, you know, there were a lot of pro skateboarders who weren't the fucking best people. Huh. Like I mean, Mike they're... V. Uh, um, well, well, Mike V is actually... He's a good dude. Yeah, he just, he's, he's actually temper. like straight edge and shit. Yeah, he just, he just like gets a, temper, a bad rep you know? he didn't that fuck one around. Point. But like... There was like the piss drunks crew, and they really were just fucking like piss drunk dudes. They get yeah. fucking wasted all the time. But those dudes fucking ripped. Man. Yeah, you know, you had like skaters that would like that. You knew that their like reputation about them was that they'd be like in and out of jail all the time. But they're you'd fucking love to watch them skate because they were so good. Speaking of guys who were in and out of jail, and a good comeback story. Oh yeah, fucking uh, man, Andy Roy. Yeah, one of the, in my opinion, one of the best comeback stories. Who? I think Andy Roy. He was a guy who lived in California, and he was a pro, and he kind of squandered it all for drugs and running with, like, gangs and stuff. Uh, ended up in jail for a long time, lost all his teeth from doing drugs and shit, but eventually made his way back to skateboarding, and now is successful again. He's, he does, like, the King of the Road tours. Yeah, he's like a mentor. He, like, tra- he like mentors little kids and shit now, too. It's like an insane comeback story, dude. Oh yeah. So and that dude is friends with Bam. Ah. So Bam Margera has got people around him that can help him. Well, that was the thing we to. we talked about this early on, like a while back on one of our episodes. We talked about we talked a little bit about Bam, like you know, like when all this a lot of this stuff came to light was when they were making the new Jackass movie. That's when a lot of people had found out about it, and you know. Johnny like Knoxville and those guys when they were making the movie, they all. 
You know, I mean, it wasn't like they just fired him from the movie. They all gave him outlets, tried to help him. You know, they were going to, like, pay for him to go to rehab and shit, and he just, you know, he just didn't want it. So, you know, he's got... That's, like, the cool thing about, like, skating, too, is, like, if you skated together even once, guaranteed if something happens, a lot of those guys are still going to be... They're going to show up for years later. Because you'll always have that bond of, you know, you skating, which was always awesome, too, and... One of the other things that I like to see a lot, too, like, because you know me, I'm, I'm like, into a lot of, like, the inspirational kind of shit behind, like, stuff. Anybody who's listening to this pod knows that I like, you know, I like to find, like, inspirational stuff, and that's the stuff that, you know, really gets me going. But I like a lot, <clears throat> in the sense, when you see, like, a lot of these guys who are, like, they'll straight up tell you, like, oh, you know, picking up a board, like, saved my life in a way, you know what I mean? Which is, still, which is, uh... True for a lot of skaters, too. A lot of skaters will tell you, like, if I didn't start skateboarding, you know, I don't think I'd even be here right now. You know what I mean? Which is always awesome to me, too, which I always really loved. For sure. I feel that. For sure. Because if I I wasn't skateboarding all those years, I would would have gotten into something. And I'm sure it probably wasn't going to be something good. Right? Yeah. Uh, Um, That's that's another thing I want to say, too, is that um, skateboarding is actually, like, a great thing for young I don't want to sound misogynistic or anything but a great thing for young men to have in their lives oh yeah as well as as women but I think it, it's good for young men because it teaches you like discipline and persistence and drive and you got to hold yourself accountable you know it teaches you a lot of life lessons and if you get into that um, young yeah. it, it gives you a, a a certain, um, you know, a good basis for your adult life. Yeah, I, I would even go as far as to say that, you know, uh, picking up a board young could kind of, like, help with, like, you know, like your mental health. Oh, know, absolutely. Later on too. in life. Yeah. Because, I mean, listen, well, like, a lot of the kids that I skated with, it was always just skateboarding. But, I mean, if one of us was having, like, a shitty day, we'd all, you know, we'd all show up and just, you know, we'd be there for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, in a way, skateboarding, skate. starting skate, something like skateboarding young, even if you never get good at it, like me, I like I said, I, I only ever ollied, but I mean, I fucking, to this day, I'll, I'll forever remember the kids that I skateboarded with, like the people I spent my time around skateboarding, because right. they meant that much to me, and it, it, like, that part of my life will always, you know, it'll always, you know, be something big for me, but, you know. We, uh, me and Scotty over here have been pulling a little Drew on Drew, you know. I know he's been wanting to say something for a little bit, so go ahead, go ahead, Drew. It's all right, your, all your right. time to shine now. All right. <laughs> I've been we've waiting been, for We've been cutting you off a yeah, little yeah, bit, yeah, but it's payback. You cut me off all the time. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, the five, I got five facts about, about skateboarding. Oh, uh, facts from Drew. Facts from, no, not Drew's chop. Chop's facts. Fact number one, skateboarding is the sixth most popular sport in the world. Chop fact, chop fact, chop fact. <laughs> uh, skateboarders have earned this rank based on number of people who skate over half of American schedule live in California and the USA, make it one of the most popular areas in the world to, to be skating. Oh, yeah, California is... California was always huge for skate for the skateboarding movement. It, it, always. Except during COVID times. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can talk about that. Oh, there you go. Talk about that, Drew. I know you've been wanting to talk. I know that. Um, that be- that famous beach, that famous skate park in that beach, 
the uh, garment down there is like, oh, it's COVID. We we want we want to have everyone isolated. They send up the. Uh, that Not fa- to get political or anything, but you blame fucking Gavin Newsom for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser. Um, they, they decided, all right, because we want everyone to be safe. Then they get these guys got these trucks, fill out the whole damn skate park. Yeah, they bulldozed it full of sand and shit, so no, so skaters wouldn't use it. But the and them motherfuckers came together in force, dude. Hundreds of people, you're digging shit out of the skateboards, people getting back holes and shit. That's a cool thing, too, like kind of like what we were talking about with like the skateboarding community. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of the people that were there, too, weren't even really skateboarders. They were just people in the community, you know what I mean? That were just like, yo, why would we take away the one spot where these kids are going to go and they'll stay right here and they'll skate? Why would we take that away from them? I mean, if that's going to keep them outside and fucking living and shit, why would we take that away? All right, especially uh, yeah. with all the mental health problems that were yeah. going on during the, the oh, mental health and shit, you know, spiked during COVID. All right, uh, it still we're is. St- we're still getting over it. People uh, are still having a hard time. Yeah, but go ahead. Let me, get, another one. Let, me, let me continue with the uh, that first fact. Uh, the first skateboarder was called the uh, Roll Dorby skateboard, and it went into market in 1959. It was totally unlike today's skateboard, where it has wheels made out of clay. With 50 years of uh, development, the modern board is now built with several layers of wood compressed from straight. Wheels are made with uh, polyester. The first park, first park outdoor, uh, wait, the first public outdoor po- skate park. Polyurethane, too. Poly- yeah, that the big ass fucking yeah. word. We're not big with words on this fucking show. <laughs> 50 episodes, y'all, we still can't get words out here, right? Uh, good. The yeah, the first public o- outdoor skate park applied in in Florida in 1976, and it was built with concrete. Sick, that's pretty cool. Facts number two. I, I'm not going to say facts number two. It was kind of funny. It was, it, um, it was it was it wasn't always called a skateboard. Uh the the idea of the name was going to be called a sidewalk surfer, because you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Imagine today calling it Hey look there goes a the sidewalk surfer I would fucking hate that immediately Those darn sidewalk surfers Tearing <laughs> up my garden <laughs> Real quick I just like how at the beginning Of like saying the fact before he told you Like what it was originally called I like how Drew kind of just paused For dramatic Pause for effect a fact. Yeah, dude. I like it. <laughs> That was nice that was a nice touch uh, Number three Cause I only got five. Number three, Norway, the country Norway, did not like skateboarding. From 1978 to 1989, Norway banned skateboarding. Holy shit! Because of the high number of uh, skateboarders accidents, improved skateboarding sales. Skateboarding. Man, how many times you gonna say skateboarding in one damn sentence? <laughs> Even <laughs> on one was published by I find the movie. Uh, I don't know how the fuck to say that one. Uh, fuck it. Like, that's fucking crazy. Why? Norway for almost. That's insane. For 11 dude. fucking years, banned skateboarding. Dude, I yeah, bet they got I some. I never do that. That's crazy. Dude, I bet they got fucking uh, the one of the main, probably the sickest spots in the world. <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah. They probably got untouched spots, dude. Number four, it's a very dangerous sport. Well, everybody knew that. That was weird. Yeah, it was. What was that? It was. Oh, that's right. Um, each year, more than t- hundred thousand skaters injured from skateboarding. Uh, 
This is the most due to skating wearing improper protection gear. What the fuck? Probably <laughs> the fan. Yeah, yeah fuck, it. Fan. Uh, fuck it. Catching your mic. Um, yo, over a hundred thousand people get hurt because of skateboards. Probably fucking busted ankles, busted. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's insane, dude. Um, the last fact: si- signature skate shoes are gold mines. Like if. For example, because Rob Deerdeck made a bunch of DCs, sitting on gold mines. For sure. Yeah, skateboards are known to have uh, endorsements and sponsors deals from major companies like Adidas, Nikes, uh, variations, other skate fashion machine. It, but getting a, a signature shoe, a signature skate shoe is bigger, big earn with skaters because that skate earns a fat cut. Of the sales. <laughs> Does it really say a fat cut? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, if you guys remember uh, when Bam had his hem, his hem shoes. Oh, yeah, the fucking uh, little pentagram, whatever it was. Uh, the heartogram. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I yeah, remember that. Yeah, no lie. When I was younger. you Dude, know how Every dark... fucking girl I ever known as a kid had those shoes. <laughs> um, Like, you know how the Naruto star was popping when we were going to high school? A heartogram. I was going to do like a custom heartogram go on my arm. I like how thank God and it will fall through that. The fucking Osiris D threes were huge shoes back in like high school, and then the Jeff Rally vans. Dude, my uh, my go to for skateboarding shoes was always Osiris Bronx. I loved mm, the I whole those. Osiris Bronx yo, like I, line. I, I, I loved them all, dude. Yo, I remember Cheetah gave me a pair of Osiris. But those shoes were so fucking clunky for no reason, dude. Yo, Cheetah gave me no a pair. No good reason at Cheetah all. Cheetah gave me a pair of Osiris's. They were built so clunky. For sure. Yo, this dude committed to ultimate sin, bro. I gave him a pair of my Osiris's in mint condition. Literally a week later, I went to see him there fucking torn apart. <laughs> I've never I've never felt so hurt in my entire life, dude. I was so upset. All right. Um, what's your, what's your, let's go around the room. What's your favorite uh, style? Like street, vert, bowl. But do you consider bowl and um, vert together or are they separate together? Yeah, I consider bowls, vert. Yep. All right. So, yeah, it's usually only always been either street or vert. It's only yeah. ever been like two, really. Because the bolt's got a lot to, vert's got a lot like the the mega ramps too. Oh, dude, yeah. I got considered vert. I got another godfather of skateboarding. Uh, Bob Bernquist. He's like a godfather Bob. of like vert skating. Yeah, that's what he's always been like big at like vert skating. Danny Way. Oh too. yeah, Danny, oh, Danny Way. Way. Danny Way was fucking insane. What about Bob Bob Bernquist doing the loop. Remember that? Oh, dude. Yeah. That shit was sick. Dude, dude. remember that time Bob Bernquist went off a ramp and he almost fucking died? Like, he, he hit the ground so hard he bounced like a foot, then went back down. Are you talking about uh, the axe schemes? Um, yeah. I that, wasn't Dan- that wasn't Bob Bernquist. Oh, you're talking about that dude flew like yeah, 30 fucking feet in slammed down, his shoes flew I think off? I think that was Jake Brown. Yeah, it was Jake Brown. Yeah, I was going to say. He got fucked up. His shoes yeah, that flew was off. wild. Or, um, that shit was insane. I, re- yeah, was. I renamed three people for the Mount Rushmore of skateboarders. Ooh, okay. oh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, Tony, I, I had Tony. I mentioned Tony Hawk. I, I mentioned Ronnie Mullins. I mentioned Bob Bernquist. All personal, right? Just like personal choice. Yeah, personal choice for me. And uh, I think uh, 
it's a, it's a mix up between uh your boy Steve Stevie Steve Williams Steve Williams or uh, or Elizabeth the first female girl that was on oh Lisa Steamer nice. yeah it's Lisa Steamer yeah nice. she was so, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm making I'm making a I'm making a five. Is that a four? It's gonna oh be five. Oh my god! Here we go. Steve Williams and and Lisa and, and Lisa the, Steamer. Yes, one of the very original female skaters that I know of. Okay. That makes my five rush. <laughs> I like how he just changes up the rules halfway through. <laughs> because you can't just like do that. It's like, because or what's your Mount Rushmore? You can go four to five. Uh. I don't know. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go. I'm pretty. I'm pretty close to having mine. Okay. I think I would say Steve Caballero. Oh man, that's oh. a name I haven't heard in forever. Rodney Mullen. Yep. Yeah. Um, this one would be in- interchangeable. Either Andrew Reynolds. Oh, dude, I or, forgot about Reynolds. Or Jeff Rowley. And then. Uh, yeah, Danny Way. Danny Way's fucking huge. And that covers like all skateboarding. Yeah. That's like a vert guy. There's a street guy in there. Rodney Mullen just for being an innovator. And Steve Cab just for like being an OG legend. Okay. You guys are going to have to work with me here a little bit because if we're being completely honest, I don't know if I could name five skaters off the top of my head. Oh, you can name four or three. Well, first guy that comes to mind just for like what he like did. Like, kind of like what like his presence did for skateboard. I'm going to have to go with my man Compton-ass Terry. Compton-ass Terry. <laughs> Just because of what his exp- what his existence did for skateboarding, dude. Yo, man, Compton-ass Terry has some funny-ass videos. Compton-ass Terry doing it. He had some bomb-ass music, too, Fly Society. Yeah, dude, I remember those. I, I used to bump that shit heavy, dude. Yeah, dude, Compton-ass okay. Terry was the man, dude. I used to love that, dude. I could watch that dude all day. Uh, then I probably have to go Rodney Mullen too, just because you know uh, I, you, Rodney Mullen's like a godfather of skating. He's like he meant a lot to me growing up skating. I I think across his room, I think Rodney Mullen is probably number one. Well, I mean, he's not number one, but he's definitely yeah, number he's one. top five at all time. Oh yeah, he's sure. he was Cross huge for skateboard. He was huge for skateboarding. Yeah, yeah without him, we won't have the uh, pogo stick. We won't have the capture flip. We won't have the modern kick flip. Because the shit him. that dude right. was doing on a board back then was insane. Like fucking spinning this shit around. Yeah, it was it was wild. Uh, I think another guy I'd have to put out there is probably, you know, my boy Mike V, man. Mike V was like a legend amongst my generation of skateboard too, just because of that one video where he beat up four dudes at once. <laughs> I think it was fucking great. Yeah, I awesome still watch video. that video sometimes. Where's that, three? I think three. Yeah, yeah three. Hmm. Okay, I think also, got to throw my boy Stevie Williams up there. Not only because of what he did for skateboarding, but because DGK was, like, my go-to for, like, brand. I wore DGK everything oh, yeah. all the Ooh. time. I remember that shit. It's because we were just the, we, we yeah, were we were, dirty, yeah, dirty, we were dirty ghetto, ghetto kids, kids, yeah. Ooh. I fucking love DGK. It was yeah. awesome to me. Some girl fucking stole a DGK shirt from me, and I'll still never forget it ever. I, um, I'm still looking for Stevie Williams. His first DC shoe came out. They're called The Reasons. Yeah. That fucking shoe is so sick. And ahead of its time, dude. It looked the best. It was the best looking skate shoe ever. And they're fucking still hard. To, they're super hard to find nowadays. Uh, all right. Um, you got another one? Uh, yeah, one more. one more. And this is a shameless plug. Just because I've recently gotten into her and she's hot as fuck. And I would... Uh. 
I would kill my whole family for her. So whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Letitia Buffoni. Oh. I just got into her recently, and she's Ooh. super hot. Plus, she's super great. She's badass skater, uh, too. All right. We got, we got a Mount Rushmore of uh, skaters. I want, I want how Cheetah says, I want the basic bitch answers. <laughs> no, I mean, you went with a lot of guys that were, like, huge oh. for, like, skateboarding. Like, Tony Hawk was huge, you know. Same with, like, Ronnie Moe and Elisa Steamer was big because of, that was a lot of people's first, like, female character. look at a skate a female skater. Like, every time we play a skate game with any girl, oh, I'm being her. Oh, yeah, they're always Elisa Steamer. Like, oh, I was always a She was a badass, though, too. She was, she was doing some wild shit, too, back in the day. All right, we've got one more segment. Oh, shit, I just realized we just fucking geeked out this entire episode. Yeah, we did. Hey, man, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. it, I just think it's fine. It's almost better like this, just talking about the shit, you know? We don't really have to go over much. I mean, let me see if there's anything I really want to mention before we leave. Before you guys look at your notes, um, what's your favorite, like, your brand? What, What brand will you fucks with? Uh, DGK 100%. How about you, Scooter? Always. Um, yeah, dude. DGK, DGK was always dope. Uh, Baker. Yeah, Baker um, was awesome, right, too. Right, I was right. in the flip, too. All right. Uh, you guys might say, Cheetah, I said in the fucking car once. Chew, you got a fucking basic basic answer. Go ahead. Tell him anyways. Santa Cruz, I got that motherfucker tattoo in my body. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Do you know I didn't even think of to mention? Honorable this mention. This whole time we were talking about skateboarders, I didn't even think of my fucking boy P-Rod, dude. Oh, P-Rod. I completely legend, forgot yeah. about P-Rod. Who's P-Rod? <laughs> Paul Rodriguez. Oh, Paul shit. Rodriguez, his, like, impact on skateboarding was that dude could do everything switch and, and make it look so good, dude. Yeah, dude. You couldn't beast. tell, like, he'd do 360 flips regular and then switch, and you could not tell the difference. Ah. And then after, like... They were, those guys started doing that, and then now you have to be able to do tricks, switch, and nolly, or you will not last. Yeah. So that was big, too. Also, since we did mention Rob Deerdeck on here, we got to mention the Rob Deerdeck before there was a Rob Deerdeck. Fucking Chad Muska. He was the original Rob Deerdeck. Fucking Muska, dude. Yo, you Deerdeck. remember CCS when they sent oh, the yeah. CCSs to your house, dude? Oh, yeah. Yo, I, I, yo, I, I, CCS, I still dude. get them. I still get them. Do they still got them? But you, but they only send out like two a year now. Really? CCS. Oh, awesome, I'm gonna have dude. to get those, dude. dude right? all, all you gotta it's do, is, all you gotta I'm gonna do, have to sign up. Just go to the website, right? Yeah, go to www.ccs.com. I might have to. They sign stopped up, doing dude, it for a long it, time, though. Yeah, yeah because yeah, they, the paper because kind of fell off for a little. Because bit. it's like magazines, like like yeah, CCS. Oh, was speaking awesome. of magazines, big shout out to like Thrasher, oh, yeah, Trans World. Yo, tra- uh, Thrasher, I'm, I'm subscribed to that. Uh, like, Jake Phelps, rest in peace, Jake Phelps. Jake Phelps, the owner. Legend. Legend. Yo, every month, like every time I go to like Tops or something, I see a uh, Thrasher magazine. It's like, yep, yeah, my magazine's coming soon. Fucking guy. Oh, here's a crazy stat. Uh, by 2001, more American people under the age of 18 rode skateboards than played baseball. That's insane, dude. Uh, dude Baseball is like American sport. That just goes to show you like how big skateboarding was in the two thousands. But um, I've, uh, yeah, uh, it's not really a, like a shout out. But if you guys want, if you guys are locally around here, if you want to learn how to skateboard, I don't care if you're the age of five to the age of eighty. I got a person for you. He's been on our podcast, named Mike Benson. If you hear me out, 
uh, I'm trying. I'm gonna reach out all his uh, skate uh, lesson programs. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing it now, but if he does, oh yeah, man, shout out to fucking Mike. I I didn't even think about that. Yo, just look, it was it was an honor to have you on an episode too. But just imagine having Mike on an episode. Another Dude. yes, another skateboarder would have been dope. Yeah. And we would have had both you guys on there. Me and Chop, me and Ch- Chop could have just left the room and let you guys keep for real. For We're hour. already we already fucking jammed like jammed yeah. out two hours almost without yeah, even really didn't trying. Even like we didn't even get into our quickly, notes yeah. at all. Oh, definitely for That's sure. Though. Like you said, it's better this way. We kind of just flow with it. You know what I mean? And, and plus, it's cool to talk about the shit. And plus, I didn't really. I, I did. I did mention the history a little bit about my grandfather. But just imagine, we we did kind of tell the history in a way, just from yeah, like our did. point of view. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just saying. Just I'm I'm bringing back up from earlier. From earlier, just imagine my grandfather and his and his boys actually invented the skateboard. You know, how- if you would have actually, if he was actually the one that invented it, and would have gotten recognition for it, you would have been a fucking. You would have been wiping his ass with hundred dollar bills right now, for dude. sure. Yeah, but it's like how the world is. If if he did that, he would never met my grandmother. Yeah, or his boxing career. If his boxing sometimes, career, sometimes think you know it's worth it the way it works out. Uh, it's like right, like right now. Me and Cheetah talk about a few weps ago, few like prior five, few episodes ago about if you go back in time, will you change anything? We said, be honest, right now, like like yeah, fun. Be like we go back with the knowledge. We, 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 we were talking, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, at Sean's house the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we're, were talking about. I will not go back. Uh, I want I mean, as cool as it would be to go back and like. Set my life up for I could be like a billionaire now. Yeah, but it was like go back with the knowledge that yeah. you have now. But you can't. I, I feel like if I went back, there'd be like one little thing that would change. I'd miss out on you know all the shit that you know was great about me growing up. You know what I mean? Yo, yo, if I could go back, I don't, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll probably ask my mom this for me to stay with my dad or my grandparents. But I don't know because if that happened, I won't be tattooed up right now with. Cool tattoos. I, I probably had like the stupid ass Narco Star. Uh, fuck. <laughs> fucking. Uh, Just uh, you know, real quick though, too, before we get out of here, there was a little a note that I put down. Something I a little story. The mean sky that I wanted to mention to see if you remember it because it's one of my favorite skateboarding stories with two with the both of us. Do you remember when we were hanging out with Josh and we had Aunt Karen drop us off at Pletcher? And then we had the bright idea that we were going to walk home from Pletcher. Do you remember that? Yes. And it took us literally forever to get home because we had no idea where we were going. It was way further than we thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, think- I, was think- I was at work earlier and I just popped in my head and I'm like, oh, I got to talk about that, dude. That was one of the best. Going to Pletcher all the time, dude. I used to love that shit. Oh, yeah. Pletcher is, is a great spot. Hell what about yeah. um, seeing our cousin Josh break his collarbone? Oh, my God. Hitting, that shit was brutal. Hitting the rail at fucking... Pletcher. Yeah, that shit was brutal, dude. Dude was screaming. I felt so bad for him. Dude. Yeah, it was brutal. Screaming. Yeah, dude. I mean, and you know, shout out to Josh, man, you know, too. Because like he said, you know, when they used to skateboard, I, you know, it wasn't like I was just going to sit around, so obviously I skateboarded with him. But, you know, if it wasn't for Scotty and like Josh and them, I don't think I ever would have picked up a skateboard, honestly. And even though I never really got that good at it, no, I, you would have. You probably, you probably would have. Yeah, but I was exposed have, to it really young. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been into it, as into it as I was. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't right. have had as much knowledge as I did when I started picking it up. Because you got, I mean, I remember like we were staying at my house the other day. I remember, you know, sometimes we'd be hanging out and we'd just have a skateboard video playing in the background. 
You know, I mean, even if we weren't paying attention, we'd just be For playing because sure. we just loved it. We like lived it. Just yeah, the skateboard video was. Always, always playing in the background, dude. Yeah. It was, it was like a staple. You had yep, to. For you sure. go to a buddy's house, they always had skateboarding videos uh, on. Another like unwritten rule of us of skating was it was always the last part in the skate videos is like widely known to be the best part, like yeah. voted by the skaters as the best part. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling them the other day too that uh, not all videos, but most videos all have like a bells reel too. That's like a staple thing that yeah, you gotta yeah. have in the where, video. The best, yeah, where they show like the outtake, like kind of like the outtakes at the end. Yeah, people, yeah. People getting tore up. Yeah, I was looking. Up, I was trying to look up to see if I could find any like bad horror stories about injuries, but I couldn't find anything too specific. I did see one where uh, there's some guy who like broke like five vertebrae oh my while God. skating in mm. an injury. But I mean, there's been some fucking brutal ones out there. Look yeah, at it. I mean, you'll find shit. There's people just... with like fully rebuilt knees and ankles. Pros that are out for like two years, but they always come back. Yeah, and like speaking, like we said at my house the other day, fucking anybody that grew up in our generation, we all remember Scarred. Yeah, yeah. and the skateboarding fucking bales they'd show on there. Would I remember one time I seen one where like dude ripped like ripped open his nutsack or some shit? I think one time on one of the episodes, I had a buddy who had a swalbo. He used to have to get it uh, drained from just falling on your elbow repeatedly over That's and over and over wild, again. Dude. It just starts filling up with fluid. And like yeah. you said, dude, they'd always. No matter how bad the injury was, when they healed up, they'd go right back out on their board. Because people just loved They lived for it, dude. It was like... <laughs> it's addicting, man. Yeah, to like our generation, rushed, it was dude. like it was like the thing. You know what I mean? Like, you had to... Like, you know what I mean? Everybody wanted to be a skateboarder growing up, kind of. You know I mean, it was like what we all looked upon as like that that big thing. For sure. Which was always awesome. And I mean, it which was... It had a lot to do with... Like Jackass, yep. CKY first, and then Jackass, yep. and then um, Robin Big. Yeah. R.I.P. to uh, yeah, Christopher Big. Big. For sure. Yeah, yeah, Big you Black know. Boykins. I don't, uh, you know, I don't think, if I ever got the chance to change anything about my life, I think that'd be the one part that I would never change, is like my years of skateboarder. Because it was just so fucking huge, you know what I mean? It was just like for sure, yeah. I definitely cherish those years, man. Just yeah, those were like the. I think those were the best, and I. That's. This is kind of like how this episode went is exactly how I was hoping it would go, is that we just sit down and we just reminisce about it. You know what I mean? Kind of like tell like what it was, but like from our point of view, growing up with it, for which sure. was I think that's the best way to talk about it instead of like you know giving you like this facts about like the history of what it was like, telling you what it was like. For us, growing more up. so, yeah, what it yeah. meant to us, yeah, like right. from our point of view, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we knocked it out of the park. I mean, oh. I'm really excited that you came on. I'm happy, oh, yeah, you know, we were dope. finally able to get the time to get you on for I, sure. Hey, uh, uh, we're definitely gonna get you on again more for you know, sure down the road. We got a lot of shit that I want to bring you on for. I know Drew wants to hop back into uh, some mafia stuff with you because you know you're like our mafia guru, yes, we'll definitely do that so. We'll definitely have you on for one. Yeah, of for, those for that. Like, as soon as we do that with the mafia, the five barrels, the five. Fam- I, I call them the five barrels. Fuck it. I don't know. It's called the five families, but it's technically the five barrels of the mafia. Also, we definitely got to do like serious research on that one for sure. Yeah, there's a lot to cover with that. Hey, too, hey you know? Drew, remember how? Remember the one thing I tell you every time we record? <laughs> no. You're doing it again. Uh, over exaggeration. Over explaining. <laughs> Yo, dude, it's the 50th episode. I gotta over explain. 
But yeah, I mean, to, yo, shout out to you guys, man. You guys made it through fifty episodes, dude. That's, that's big. You guys crazy, been coming man. in and killing it, and making sure you're here every week, committed to it, doing the yeah. research. It's it's pretty dope. Like yeah. like be, like Drew was saying on the way here before we picked you up. You know, he was saying like you know there was a lot of. There was a lot of episodes in like the early days where I didn't even want to fucking be here, and they'd like force my hand into doing it. And now I'm glad they did because if I would have given up on it early, I think I would have been upset that I didn't stick with it. Because now we made it to fifty, and I fucking love it. You know, I mean, I love recording. Yo, even when me and Drew come in here, we just fucking shoot the shit about basically nothing. I just fucking love being here and seeing the reception we get from people is amazing, dude. Yo, like like today, like today, Scott. I was like, uh, of course, I tagged him in. I, I tagged our uh, our podcast. Like people's like, dude, I listened to you from day one. Like, dude, yeah, I, it's crazy. I feel, like at first, like I know we got our fellow losers listening to us, but I didn't realize how important our uh, our losers are to us. Yeah, you guys are carving out a little like fan base and stuff. Yeah, man. man. Really, for me. I know we mentioned this before, and I don't want to keep rehashing it over and over again. But for me, I think like my biggest moment on the podcast was when my buddy Fiden reached out to me, you know, about like his mental health and shit. That was like my moment to me, like holy fuck, man, you know, we're actually doing something here. Like this is actually becoming something, sure, it's which dope. is huge to me. You know what I mean? And I, that was one of the things that we, me and Drew, had always talked about when we first started this thing out. Is like if we were going to do it, you know, we wanted to bring family in too. You know, we wanted you guys to all be part of it with us. What is that? I don't know who that is. Yo, I can show you the picture. Right. Scott, look at this shit. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. But yeah, man, I mean... Shots. <laughs> I know it, uh, you know, it took a while to get you back on, but like you say, you know, you know, everybody was busy, you know, we had just shit going on, so... And plus you moved back from Massachusetts. Yeah, well, that's been going on, man. I'm trying to I keep busy with work and stuff a lot, too, so it's hard for me to find time, but we'll, we'll make it happen. I, I'll always be here for the big ones for you guys whenever yeah, you need yeah. me. Oh, definitely, for and sure. And now that you know you kind of got, like, a little bit more of, like, a stable thing, you know, for, like, your job, you know, maybe we'll work around get you back on a little sure. more totally. down the road, you know? I mean, you're always yeah, it's welcome. Nice getting out, at, getting yeah. out early. Hey, uh, so, yeah, hey. now that I'm here at this at uh, the plant, they moved me to. We should. I mean, we you're always well. I mean, the door's more. always open. You whenever hey, uh, you want. You know. All right, works. Scott, for from your first time being on our episode, I I think we're going to start doing this if we have a repeating guest come on, except for except for one guest I usually have on all the time with me. Um, from from your first time coming back in episode six to episode fifty. Do you think we improved? Do you think we got to uh, Oh, definitely. You guys, you could just tell, like, the flow of the conversation. You guys got it down. Like, um, it's hard to know when to talk and get in, and we've, like, been doing that pretty seamlessly, you know? I mean, Drew's still got his little moments where, you know, he'll cut me off. Yeah, it's I, hard not to talk over I want to break his other. fingers, but... Yeah, <laughs> like that, you know? No, you can tell you guys are more relaxed and just, you know, yeah. in the zone a little bit. I mean, it's cool, like, too, like, to see, like, you know, people that, like, you were on super early on in our early days to, like, Man, our early days you know, were... kind of, like, get your opinion on, like, what you think it's like now, what you think the pod is like, kind of grown into. It's always nice to hear that opinion from other people, so, you know, we appreciate that. And I know a couple, there's, there was a couple times, you know, a while back where you, like, shot me a message and you were, like, giving me little, like, notes about the pod, which I always appreciate, too. Yeah, definitely. Honest opinion. You know, we, we appreciate the criticism, like, the constructive criticism. If you don't give us criticism. nice. If you don't give us criticism. Yeah, we, you know, I mean, if people don't tell us what they're thinking, we can't ever get better at it. Right. Know? We need the. Yeah, I tell the homies, too. I tell everyone, you know, if anyone has ever, like, at work, everyone listens to podcasts. So I'm always uh, bringing you guys up, shouting you out. I mean, that's the cool listeners. thing, too, is, like. 
I think was the last month we got like ten thousand eight hundred thirty three listeners, twenty three or something, and that yeah. couldn't have been that's just good. from me and Drew. Yeah, so, that's good, know. man. That's a lot. It's got to be word of, of mouth, and you know that means a lot to us. Yeah. It's it's huge. Yo, Scott, because you know how your brother's not really uh uh he's he's very social uh, awkward or shit. Yeah. Why you're just gonna fuck it out? No, 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 no. Listen to me, motherfucker. Shots fired. No, listen. I'm just, just taking no, shots. No, no I'm, I'm boop, just boop, 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 boop. No, I'm just saying because you know how he's like social awkward. Like, of course, I go out to uh, venues and stuff because I because I. Yeah, you're not awkward or anything. Great. No, no, I'm awkward to a certain point, but it's like, hey, do you he's guys? He's awkward, but he plays into it. Like, <laughs> hey, um, you guys listen to podcasts? You check me out. Check us out. Say, like, yeah, like, we'll literally be like in a grocery store. Drew just be like, hey, you listen to podcasts? You should check us out. And I'm just like, oh my god, dude. yo, that should actually... like I understand like promoting what you're gonna promote to every single person you meet. It's like yeah. a 60 year old woman. Hey, that's hey, fem- Janice, you listen to podcast? You should check us out. <laughs> She's like, Where yeah, man, I? this is uh, you know, this is awesome. This is a lot of fun. I'm happy you came on. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you again, uh, Retro Scotty or Retro Scott. Shout. For, for yeah, being man, on our fiftieth you... episode, dude. I never, I never expected fifty episodes. Yeah, I didn't, ex- I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't think it would be this big at fifty. Big fifty, dude. So. It's a lot. It's a lot of topics to cover, man. You, know, you guys got a whole range of shit to listen to. Yeah, man. And you know, we're only getting better from here. Oh, you know, sky's the limit. No, uh, next sure. week is back to Drew, and you know, do you want to tell people like, uh, what the basic concept for the episode is, or you want to wait? wait no, no. This one, because I want people to give us a feedback. If they, uh, if, they, if, if they listen this far already. Oh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> um, next week is my topic. It's more of like, not my topic, but it's more like I had it in my back brain. Uh, we're going to do top fives. Like, we Sweet. might do... Uh, so, yeah, we're just, I mean, basically we're just going to... Top five, but just like a bunch of categories. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, me and Chop don't always agree on. So, you know, it'll be fun to... See us kind of bicker a little bit about you know our different opinions. Then um like it would pretty much be like top ten, but I get my top five. He yeah, gets... we'll just be like top fives with different yeah, you know to different five. topics like top five you know comedians, top five albums, you know, you know shit like that. Yeah, t- top. You five know, we foods. thought we we thought we'd change it up a little bit and just do you know nice little calmer episode like that since we just did fifty. Since you know, <laughs> yo fifty, yo this, yo right now this is the longest time we've been. All right, well, I mean, I don't want to push our luck too far, so. <laughs> Let's, uh, I guess, yeah, we can wrap this one up, I guess. You know, just real quick, again, shout out to Retro Scotty, you know. We appreciate you coming on. And, you know, there must have been, like, some gene in our family that skipped me <laughs> and only went to you and Mom because Mom showed up with notes. You showed up with notes. <laughs> so that gene must have skipped me and Dad, hey, I guess. Hey, wait. It depends if your dad shows up with notes. I said, we're done. Yeah, I'm screwed if Dad shows up with notes, but. Yeah, you know, shout out to you. I appreciate you coming on, man. Hell yeah, Come man. Thank on. you, guys. Thanks for having me. It was me. awesome. Get uh, out and skate. Yeah, man. You know, go skate, man. Pick up a board. You know, even if you hear this episode and you're like, you know, feeling inspired, go pick up a board and go ride around again, man. Yeah, you it's know? never too late, man. Yeah. It's never too late. And Even uh, if you just ride up and down the street, man, just get the feel of it again. And yeah. I, I guarantee it'll make you. I got to take know, my own advice, too. Reminisce, get on my, man. Get on the board. All right. All right. All right. All right. But yeah, yes, uh, that's going to be it for me. This is it for I'll, uh, I'll hand it over to Chop so we can do our little outro. But, you know. Until next time, boys. We'll see you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys sticking around for 50. 50. 
Here's to uh, 50 more. 50 more. Or fuck, f- fuck 50 more. We're going fucking 200 more. Yeah, here's to 200 more. Or so where, you know. whatever the fucking number is. So, you know, cheat out. Uh, thanks for riding around. around. Fuck. Why can't I oh fucking say it right? All right, all right. <laughs> anyway, you know, I just got to say it straight. Thanks for riding around. We're just for this big 50 episode we, we did. Without you, we ain't shit. I told you that line before. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> just end this, please. All right. All right. All right. Chop out.